hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 18. Yes, it is episode 18. I double-checked before uh, we started the show. I got it right this time. So off to a good start. Um, how's everybody doing? It's, it's, the, it's the last week. It's the last week of the NFL season, but more importantly, the fantasy football season, which is really sad. Uh, 2021 NFL season and fantasy football season coming to a close this week. Uh, obviously, we wish the best of luck to all of you in the finals and whatnot, but uh, we're here to talk about last week as well. Uh, I'm Lachlan McTagg, joined alongside me again for another episode. We brought him back, uh, Ty White, with some high praise for Christian Haggath last week, so I'm joined once again by the man himself, Christian Haggath. Welcome back. How's it going on your end there, Hags? Uh, not bad over here. Thanks for having me back again. Apparently, I hit enough of my uh, starts and sits to be invited back for another episode here. Starting to feel like a, a semi-regular with uh, Ty White still enjoying the warm weather. Felt like I'd uh, hold down the fort for another week before uh, the big man gets back. Yeah, uh, speaking of starts and I mean, first off, how was your uh, how was your NFL Sunday, though? Was it uh, was it good? Nice and relaxing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been uh, been off school for a few weeks now, so I've been able to to fully embrace the uh, the Sunday atmosphere, just kicking the feet up on the couch and uh, enjoying some Sunday football. How uh, how was your Sunday? Were you back in Massachusetts or still down here for uh, for your Sunday? Uh, what day is? Yeah, I was I was still back in uh, Toronto for Sunday. I watched a bit of the Bills game. Uh, oh, yeah. That was good. That was good. I started Devin Singletary. I oh, felt like yeah. I, I felt like I, it was pretty cool though because my mom, <laughs> she watches every one of these, but she she has like no <laughs> clue what what we're talking about. Like my mom and dad, they just watch they they watch and listen and stuff. They've they've been doing it all season, so appreciate that. Shout, out, shout out to shout out to Locke and uh, <laughs> Locke's mom and dad. Yeah, that was a yeah quick uh, quick promotion there, but. Uh, I was sitting there watching the Bills game and she's just like firing questions off, which, you know, it is totally fine. I get it. But I was just, I was just answering them. Like I was just like a fantasy football encyclopedia there. It was, there you go. it was crazy. It really, uh, it really tested my knowledge of, of this, uh, this fine sport. Um, fantasy question of the week via Javon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Multiple questions. Um, mm. But yeah, then now I'm, I'm, I'm back in Massachusetts. Now I got back uh, yesterday first practice was today uh, it was pretty brutal it was off the ice for a little bit yeah. and you know came back and legs are feeling it yeah legs lungs you know we're, we're getting back into the swing of things we got four we got four games in three days this weekend we were up in uh showcase so we're uh where's that taking place in uh lovely marlborough massachusetts sounds lovely if anyone if anyone knows where that is then cool good on you um <laughs> But yeah, other than that, just, you know, had a nice travel day, settling back into the billet house here and uh, now recording this fine podcast with you. <laughs> Sounds like a, uh, a lovely week there, Lachlan. <laughs> Shall, we, Shall jump we jump in? into it? Yeah. Oh, was, oh, my oh, God. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, listen to a little too much uh, fantasy cast, sounds like. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We're, uh, we're on the same we wavelength shall. here. We shall. Oh, uh, yeah, that's uh, starts and sits here. Uh, last week we, uh, we decided, you know, Christian decided to, uh, to, to make it a, a bit more positive, have more starts than sits, which is, it's, yeah. it's very fair, very reasonable. And I respect his I want to see, I want to see guys winning. I want to see guys. Yeah, winning. of course. Of course. Uh, so we'll start off. We told you last week to start David Montgomery. Uh, we were correct about that. Uh, he put up 20.1 points. Nice little outing for him. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, then moving on on the starts, we, we called uh, Monterey St. Brown. Dude has been lighting it up. Man, this guy's 30, hot. 35.4 points. If you put, if you slotted him in that nice little flex, little nice little wide receiver too, good on you. Congratulations was, on yeah, winning the week. He was putting up wide receiver one numbers, man. Holy, Seriously? holy oh, smokes. Dude's been um, lighting it up. Ronald, we told you to start Ronald Jones. This one was tough. Yeah, Ronald, hurt, yeah, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's a tough bounce there. Of three point seven points, like, you know, the 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 stars were aligning for for Rojo, but couldn't come through. You know, the universe didn't want to see it happen, and he ended up with a uh, 
bit of a bit of a stinker there. So sorry about that one, guys. <laughs> Mo- moving on here. We told you to start Dare Ogunbowale. Our boy. I was, I know I was wondering the same thing. Who is that guy? Why are you telling me to start him, Christian? I got you. 14.8. Nice little receiving touchdown there in the in the Jags game. You know, like 14.8, probably not a game changer, but it's not Good it's enough. not bringing your lineup down. It's not you bringing are, your lineup I, down. I'd be very happy. Like if if every For one sure. of my players in a fantasy lineup put them put up 15 points on the dot, like you're for sure you're doing, that's you're all you well. can ask for you're doing well uh the jags got smoked but it doesn't matter if you had our yeah, boy ogan Boale. yeah that's that's you know a side fact yeah that doesn't, going, doesn't yeah. really matter going, yeah lastly uh this one was a bit of a a, a shoe in from the start we felt but boy did this guy perform uh we told you to start joe burrow um yeah he really proved to us that he was should probably should be a, a must start at least should have been this season. And obviously probably is next week. Cause I'm assuming that the Bengals, I mean, the Bengals would be kind of stupid to start their arrest their starters, excuse me, because yeah, they won the division, but like they kind of want to play for yeah. spots here. Right. You want to climb up home. the standings as much as you can. Like a win's uh, a win. I think, I think home field's up for grabs. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see the, the Bengals game plan there. Hopefully. Hopefully, you know, they give us a little Jamar, Jamar Chase action, a little T. Higgins, a little a little Tyler Boyd, you know, keep it spicy in there with, oh, uh, Joe, with Mixon. Joe Burrow and uh, yeah, yeah, Joe Mixon. Yeah, the 34. You know, I, I'm liking the, this yeah. whole this whole passing game thing they've got going on. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fun to watch. It's been extremely fun. Joe Burrow with 34.8. Uh, we went four for five on the starts. Uh, with yeah, a yeah, massive, massive hit with Amon or St. Brown. Like that was, I was, yeah, I was pretty, fi- I, I was pretty fired up. For sure. I was yeah, pretty fired up. I think up. we, uh, we definitely hit the nail on the head there on a few, definitely three of them. All right. Moving on to the sets. This is a, uh, this is a tough part of the show where we got to say, oh, these guys didn't do well. And we, we said they weren't going to do well. So it makes us feel like bad people, whatever <laughs> part of the job starting off here, Terry McLaurin. You know, like if you started him, whatever he, he got thirteen point one points. I'm hoping, hoping you won your week. You probably didn't with that. It's not a game changer. They're like, sorry, writer, who's got him starting? I, I told you to sit him, man. Told you wow. to sit him. Uh, moving on here, Saquon Barkley, ten point two. We called a sit on on Saquon, and if you've been listening to the show, you know that the uh, the measurement for a sit is or a starter sit is above or below 10 points saquon was three yards above that threshold no sorry two two yards above that threshold really uh really cutting it close there personal story actually i started him over Derek ogan i gave you guys the gave you guys good advice didn't take it myself i didn't know if you're gonna say that or not if you're gonna keep it quiet because i was gonna i gotta i gotta own it I gotta own it gotta own it guys i uh saquon was too big of a name for me to sit and I paid the price. I actually didn't. I won. So it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, and not, then that finally, it, not that it matters for you, but it's okay. Yeah. Apparently the rest of my lineup was doing their job. Yeah. But then uh, Ryan Tannehill, we called a sit on him. 13.3, nothing spectacular, but uh, you know, enough for a sit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, and I will say like, I was a little surprised when I saw the name Ryan Tannehill on the sits list. And I was like, okay, like he's probably got a, you know, you probably, it was your suggestion suggestion. Like you probably got a good reason for it. And your take was actually, it was pretty valid. I'd say um, we threw that up on the, on the fantasy cast Instagram page. So uh, if you're wondering what the heck is this guy talking about? Well, go follow our Instagram. You'll see That's what I'm you'll, talking about. You'll see, you'll see more stuff. Uh, moving on to some big weeks now, I'll start off with the quarterbacks. The aforementioned Joe Burrow, 34.8 points, 446 yards, four TDs. Uh, what a day. I mean, last couple weeks for Joe Burrow have been, have been just straight up ridiculous. Last week it was, last week it was T Higgins. This week it was Jamar Chase. Next week it might be Tyler Boyd. Who knows? I hope that'd be sick. That would be crazy. 
because then going into the playoffs, they'd all of a sudden have this, what looks like five headed monster in, uh, in Burrow, Burrow, Mixon. Yeah, seriously. Don't sleep on my boy, CJ Uzuma though. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we, yeah. we can anyway, anyway, like a five and three quarter. <laughs> the point is they've got a they've got a heavy offense going for them. Joe Burrow yeah. has been feeling it. I think every time that guy smokes a cigar in the room after, it's like a plus five oh, attribute that was, boost. That was priceless, man. Oh yeah. But, dude, if that doesn't make you want to start him, that he's a must start now. You you for, just know though that like he you know how players sometimes like when they show up to games, they have like backpacks on or like they have like a travel yeah. bag with them. Joe Burrow yeah. for sure just had a bunch of Marlboro stashed in his bag because he was like, We're coming yeah. in here and we're beating Pittsburgh and we're we are just lighting yeah. these up after the game. He's, like he's yeah, he, he knows he knows what's going down. He's he's staying classy with it. Good for him. Oh yeah. Uh next up, uh Russell Wilson. Wow. Let Russ uh let Russ cook, even though the Seahawks uh aren't that good. Anyway, uh 27.8 points, 236 yards, four touchdowns on 236 yards. That's actually kind of crazy. Uh <laughs> yeah. Russell Wilson had himself a good week. So good on you, Russ. Uh, next up, Tom Brady. This guy's been fantastic. I believe last time I checked, he was, I think, third among all quarterbacks in uh, fantasy football points this season. Uh, another great week for him 410 yards, three TDs, uh, 26.4 points. Stellar week for Tom. Uh, Dak Prescott, 23 points, 226 yards three touchdowns, 20 rushing yards. Yeah. Pretty good day for Dak as well. Uh, and then sure. Kyler Murray uh, put up 22.9 points, just 0.1 behind his buddy Dak, uh, 263 yards, two touchdowns, 44 rushing yards. Uh, as the Cardinals take a massive game from the Cowboys there. And for I mean, sure. that I'm sure you guys all saw that the memes of Dak sitting on the bench you know, like yeah, just I, at like blank stare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's it's, going uh, Yeah, Dak. Uh, Dak won the battle. He lost the war. More fantasy points, but uh, at the end of the day, Cowboys came up short. And, I will uh, say, I was, I was really, I was, I was kind of mad about that game because I had Zeke in my lineup, and he just let, laid yeah, a bit he, of an egg. Bit of a stinker for sure. <laughs> he laid, he laid a bit of an egg. I won't lie. I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah Whatever. What can you well. do? Can't win them all. All right, we're gonna on on the uh, on the theme of Zeke. We're gonna well, not really on the theme of Zeke. We're gonna get going on the top running backs from week seventeen. Um, starting off the list. Yeah. <laughs> starting off the list, Rashad Penny with thirty-two and a half points. He was actually gonna be on our start list last week, but just got snubbed from it. Um, big week ahead of big. No, I don't know if it's gonna be a big week ahead for him to be honest. But it was a big week last week. Good for you, Rashad. Um, moving on, really the only the only mainstay, the only cemented starting running back on this list of top running backs last week was Najee Harris at number two, putting up just under 30 points, ran for almost 190 yards, uh, one touchdown, a few nice receptions. Third was uh, Daryl Williams with over 25. Boston Scott coming behind him with nearly, nearly just below 25. Yeah, by Devin, the way. Devin, by the way, Boston Scott, we told you to pick him up on the waiver wire. If you got Boston Scott on the waiver wire and you put him in your lineup, boom. It's a great week. Yeah. Tell tell the people you're welcome, Lachlan. You're welcome. Tell the people you're welcome. You're, you're welcome. You're but welcome. there's 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 no better feeling than picking up a guy on the waiver wire and then he just goes off. Like there's for sure. Like, come on, it's just priceless. Yeah. And uh Devin Singletary here with 23 points. Locke knows a lot about that. But like I said, really, out of, out of those five guys, you know, the only guy week in, week out, you're like, oh, it's a must start is Najee Harris. It's very true. We're getting, getting to that point of the year where, you know, just like you said, you're picking up a guy on waivers and then you're just throwing him in your lineup and he's going to throw 30 down because the, the three running backs ahead of him on the depth chart are all out. And it's just the, uh, you know, just a situation you're in so good yeah, on know. anybody that picked any of those guys up and tossed them in their lineup you're really uh 
that's an that's a veteran move absolutely and uh you know earlier uh preparing for the fantasy playoffs a few weeks back ty and i told you to uh take a look at the depth charts and and look at your matchups and if if you did that then some of these guys you probably would have tried to pick up or had on your lineup earlier in the year um so yeah again well done uh moving on now top wide receivers holy smokes christian jamar chase man jamar chase 11 receptions 266 yards three touchdowns and probably one of the most disrespectful touchdown runs i've seen in quite some time that was nice Imagine, imagine you're the safety and you're running back and, and, and some, and you're chasing after a guy and he is like half speed staring you down. Who's the guy on TikTok? Mr. Doc 30. Mr. Oh yeah. Or Mr. Go What's like, like what, like the not, not really an athlete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That guy's going to have a field day on that clip. Oh my God. Oh, my oh he God. will dude. Oh no. Shout out to that guy. But <laughs> Sorry. We can't get your name right now, but oh my gosh. There's going to be a lot of, uh, I'm not really an athlete. I'm just going to dive at legs here. Yeah. The moment's a little too big. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That, that's going to be, that's going to be a good one. I can't, I actually can't wait for that. Um, next up, Amonra St. Brown. Again, we mentioned him. He had a big week. Uh, he had 23 rushing yards as well as a rushing touchdown, eight receptions for 111 yards and a receiving touchdown doing a little bit of both on the offensive end of the ball. Uh, what a week for Amonra. Next up, yeah. DK, DK Metcalf, six receptions, 63 yards, three touchdowns, a hat trick. It's our second hat trick out of our wide receiver crew. This is crazy. Um, next up, Devontae Adams, 11 receptions, 136 yards. He's just – it's such a routine. It's so easy for yeah. him. It's so easy for him. Everybody on this list comes and goes, but – Devontae's there to stay for sure no, ex- yeah seriously uh like it, it's it, it's it, i was i was i was in a restaurant i was watching that game and they were just showing the replays of Devonte adams i think who was it was it patrick peterson that was on him yeah oh my god dude yeah, probably patrick and don't get me wrong patrick peterson is a great cornerback yeah dude it, it, like you said it's so routine like you t- i turned on was, the green bay was, game he made him. Watched, he made him. He made him look like he was yeah. playing high school out there, dude. Like it was crazy, dude. Like the first, the first series, oh he's got like nine points just off receptions, and it's like I know I was you know, and I was I was playing every a, week. I was playing a guy, and I was up before the Packers game started. I was up like thirty or four. No. Yeah, like thir- I think I was up 40 before the Packers game started on this guy, and he had Devontae Adams and Deontay Johnson left to play. And I'm like, oh, Jeez. Jesus. I ended up losing by about 10. <laughs> yeah, you know that's coming. And I, I was just watching the game. I was like, oh, no. Because, yeah, he had like four catches in the first – on the first drive, or like three yeah. or four catches. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. This is really yeah. bad. Uh, and then yeah. la- our last name here uh, – Braxton Berrios. Who? Who? Braxton, Braxton Berrios. Berrios, apparently. 12 rushing yards, a rushing touchdown, eight receptions, 65 yards, and a touchdown. 25.7 points for the kid. So random. Like, so, such an unsuspecting player to go off. Good, but good for that guy. He's going to be the, uh, the New England Patriots starting wideout next year. Oh, jeez. So. Yeah, he's going to be the good new West. You. He's, he's going to be the new uh, – Oh, why can't I think of that guy's name? Chris Hogan. He's gonna be the new Chris yeah, yeah. Hogan. Yeah. Belichick yeah. saw that and he's like, "Yeah, I'm excited yeah, this guy." Sure. They're pouring like twenty million at him next year. <laughs> should we? Uh, should we run through the tight ends? Give the people a little. Yeah, we all love the tight ends. There. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll show the tight ends of love. It's not National Tight End Day, but you know, every day is. Starting off, got no fan. Just over 21 points, six receptions for 92 yards and a tutter. Rob Gronkowski coming in at number two, 18 and a half points, 115 yards receiving. Good for you, Gronk. Mark Andrews, guy's a staple here. Pretty much 15 points on uh, six receptions. Travis Kelsey coming in at number four. He had a, uh, 
a decent day, five catches, 25 yards, but rounded out with a touchdown. And then uh, rounding out our list is Dallas Godert with uh, 13.1 points, 71 yards receiving. Not a, not a massive day for the tight ends. Not the one that we've been used to seeing with Mark Andrews putting up close to 40 on a weekly Mark, basis. But Mark Andrews has like been on this list for at least 75% of the season. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, not yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, defense and special teams. Lastly, uh, bears defense put up 21 points, two interceptions, two fumble recoveries, uh, saints added an interception, 17 points. Uh, good week for the Saints defense. Uh, Steelers defense put up 16. Uh, you know, they're always they're always a solid team. And again, I think I saw this today. Is, uh, the Steelers have another winning season, so it makes it, what, 15 in a row for Mike Tomlin now? Yeah, yeah. Steelers D hasn't always been decent this year. They they had a rough stretch there. Yeah, for okay, sure. Good for them. Yeah. Jumping back into the mix with uh, 16. The Titans Yes, the Titans defense had 14 points. And rounding out our list is the Patriots uh, with 13 points. And I thought the, I, the way the game went, I thought the Patriots would actually have more points than that. Yeah. Considering Only they 10 had, points they, against. And... I know, like three interceptions. I, th- I don't know. I thought, thought that'd be more than that. But I think they gave up a fair bit of yards too. Yeah. Makes anyway. Sense. That's it for the uh, big weeks. How about we? Uh, how about we give you some waiver wire picks here? Hit the people with the facts, lock. Yeah, I'll, I'll say. All right, here we go. Do it. Uh, first waiver wire pick. We got a wide out. Vegas wide out. Zay Jones. Why should you pick up Zay Jones? Because he's hot in his last three games. He has 11, and nineteen point nine points. Yeah, he is. He is. Good, for, uh, good for Zay Jones. Hopefully he keeps it rolling here. Yeah, I'm just, looking, I'm, just on, uh, I'm looking here. Who are the who are the Raiders? Oh, this is a big game too. Yeah, this so I knew the Raiders were gonna play a big game in their last week, and it's against the Chargers. Huh. That is that is a massive game for both teams because the Raiders have always this whole season, the Raiders have just always been hovering around the playoff mark. Like sometimes yeah. they've been looking like they're like a solid playoff team and then they've just lost two straight. And yeah. then they like just slowly been just, they've been climbing their way up, but not close enough for us to, for anyone to really kind of say like, yeah, like these guys are going to make the playoffs. Not like, not like what Indy did. I think Indy's a different story because sure. they stayed a rough start. And I remember like Ty and I, the whole year, I've been really big on Indy because they're, they're a nasty team. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, even when they're even when they're hovering around 500, you always kind of had that thought like, oh, yeah, like they're 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 going to make the playoffs. But yeah, I just feel like the, the Raiders haven't got that love. Uh, I don't see it. I don't see it. Who knows? Maybe Zay Jones is going to be the difference maker. But yeah. well, I big, guess we'll have to wait and see. That's a massive game. That is a massive but, uh, game. Big call on Locke's part. Call the uh, call the waiver wire pickup for Zay. Yeah. So. If he pops off next week, you come right back here. And we're not going to say I told you so because too classic. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, but, we won't have anyone for you to pick up next week because, yeah. You know, it's, we we it's, hope for your sake, if you're in the championship or if you're fighting to stay out of last place, maybe Zay Jones place. will just, yeah. Zay Jones will just, you know, Put you bump, you over the, yeah. bump you over the edge there. Do so you right. want to give this next name here, Christian? Hit, yeah. some, hit some people with even sure. more facts. Even more facts yeah, coming your way. Drop some knowledge on you here. Uh, just mentioned his name, Braxton Berrios. You saw him playing for the Jets, big wideout. And this is a little bit of a contingency on our part. If Elijah Moore is not playing, which you'll have to revisit later in the week, it's only Tuesday when we're recording this. We can't make that call. We're not superhuman fantasy knowledge people you know we we, don't, we can't see the future unfortunately because if we could if we if we could see the future this would we'd be, be good. the best damn we'd, podcast in the business i'll tell you that we'd be, we'd be really good but we don't know so if elijah moore is playing it changes the story a little bit maybe we maybe takes braxton out of the picture a little more but if brad if elijah moore is is hurt for for week 18 you heard it here first folks pick up braxton barrios maybe toss him in your lineup See how he does. All right. And it, and it, 
he'll be readily available on the waiver wire too. Um, Zay Jones might be a little bit more of a hot commodity um, just because this is such a big game. And Zay Jones has been getting a lot more looks from Derek Carr of late. Um, And the Jets are playing the Bills in their last game in Buffalo, I believe. Yeah, I think it's in Buffalo. Um, So obviously the Bills defense might limit the output of some of the receivers a little bit, but also Barrios. Barrios is like rostered in like less than like 5% of leagues, I think, or something like that. Uh, just because he, he hasn't really done that much this season. No offense to him. Um, to. But yeah, no kidding. Uh, he put up 25 last week. So, uh, you know, now everyone, I think a lot of people are going to jump on that train and, and rightfully so you should. You should, but sure. only only if Elijah Moore is not playing and is activated or he's activated from the IR. But um, if he suits, if, if Elijah Moore is indeed cleared to play and going to play this game in Buffalo, uh, pick up Elijah Moore um, because he's good. A lot, yeah, well, he's good. Plus, a lot of people just kind of dropped them after the after the Jets put him on IR a few weeks back. Yeah, so he's not really going to be like if anyone like held out for. Elijah Moore in their lineup and like use their IR spot on Elijah Moore. Like that's actually, I know, I know you did luck. <laughs> I actually didn't. I, I just picked uh, him up last. I thought he was going to play last week. I just picked him up last week. Oh, I didn't realize he was on waivers. I would have picked him up. It's a, it's a complicated world we live in, guys. Damn. But, you know, that's, that's a fax there. Zay Jones, Braxton Berrios. Keep your eyes open on the waiver wire. Yeah. Now for the, uh, shall we get into it? Yeah, we, we, we shall. So we shot five for eight last week. Pretty good. You know, Pretty whatever. Good. It's whatever. We're going back to the usual 10, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to hate on more guys this week. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you to sit five guys because, listen, like at week 17, it's all, it's all fun and games. You know, you're trying to save guys' feelings. No. Week 18, we're here to win now. I'm trying to keep you at the last place. Yes. I'm going to tell you to sit who you got to sit. All right. So let's start with the, start with the starts. Yeah, of course. I'm liking uh, Dawson Knox against the New York jets. I'm going to tell you that right now. Dawson Knox, you know, bills are looking good. You know, maybe they don't have to rely on a Stefan Diggs as heavily. Hopefully Dawson sees a little more action against a, a questionable jets defense. And uh, I, I like that matchup for him. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I also like that matchup because um, he's not going to be a guy who they rest. Like, yeah. I, I really worry that uh, – I really worry for fantasy managers who have Allen and Diggs because mm-hmm. the Bills are in a good spot um, playoff, playoff picture-wise, I feel like, with a favorable matchup um, and a chance, to, a chance to clinch the division. But if if they're up at half, like they might, they might just say, "All right, Allen and Diggs are are out. We got plenty of depth. It's Mitch Trubisky season. Let's get after it." Cool. Yeah, and I no. honestly I don't hate Trubisky as a backup there. Even no, for, not for at all, Knox. not at all. For Dawson and, Knox, if you know if they're resting Allen and Trubisky's the one coming in throwing your little red zone targets, then then so be it. I'm just saying, like, and I'm not I'm not My saying it's going to eat either yeah. way. Exactly. I'm not, and, I, and again, I'm not saying that, you know, Allen and Diggs are going to come out of this game and I'm predicting, you know, any of that, but just be mindful because it's week 18, not 17, 18. It's the new NFL season format, which some people don't always agree with, but that's okay. Uh, next start on our list uh, is Antonio Gibson. We're telling you to start Antonio Gibson. Who's the football team playing, by the way? I forget. The New York Giants. <laughs> That's why. I was gonna say that I was I thought they played someone a little easier. But then again, the yeah. football team are the, the football team have been a little underwhelming this year. Uh, yeah. so Gibson's been a little Gib- underwhelming himself, too. Gib- Gibson's been picking it up in the later half of the year. He has Listen, you know, I'll I, I, I drafted him with my first round pick. I know that he's been a little underwhelming more than anybody. Really, it's yeah. the truth. Um, he's still a, a little questionable whether he's playing or not with his injury. Um, JD McKissick is out. Remember this, he's on the IR. If Antonio Gibson doesn't play, I'm telling you now to pick up Jarrett Patterson and play him. That is my backup start here behind wow. Gibson. 
If Gar- if Gibson's playing, you start him, no question. J.D. McKissick's out of the picture. He's playing a terrible defense. You start him. Jared Patterson, if Gibson's hurt. Yeah. Again, we've, uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday, so it's really, really tough to tell what the outcome will be on Sunday. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm telling it. I'm telling it. Yeah. Um, I've got the, I've, I've been told from future Christian that, that Gibson or Jared Patterson are the guys. Exactly. Uh, moving on. This guy's, a, I, I had to put him back on the list. I'm on St. Brown. This guy's been awesome. I like, like, listen, I, I hate it. I hate it for myself to put a guy on the start list and him pop off and then be like, Oh, let's start him again. Like that's, that's shallow of me. I know, but start this guy. Like, no, like, listen, there's, uh, and don't feel bad about this because there is no reason like not to start him because ordinarily we wouldn't put like, for example, we said a while back, we put Michael Pittman on the starts list. And we mm-hmm. said, Michael Pittman from now on is a must start. That was like mid-season. Yeah. The difference is Amonra St. Brown has been popping off really late in the season. It's like the last and three has weeks, been, yeah. So, so he's, he's been doing it repeatedly over the last like, like three, four weeks, if, if even that long. So mm-hmm. he's really giving anybody no reason not to start him. So don't feel bad about sure. that at all. You shouldn't feel bad yeah. about that. Yeah, well, I, oh, I, I will feel not bad at, about it at all if he puts a repeat performance up. Uh, next right. one, start Taysom Hill versus Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's defense is not that good. They've had their injury troubles this year. Believe me, I know. Um, Atlanta is officially out of the playoff race as well with their loss to Buffalo last week. Um, and the Saints are really banking on some scenarios to to claim that final playoff spot yeah so uh, i think taysom Taysom hills running upside as well he's he's gotta he's gotta show up he he knows what he has to do this week let's put let's put it that way he he knows he knows what he he, he's got to win a football game for his team and the rest is just all up to fate really if you're in that situation um so for that reason you should you should be starting taysom hill in your lineups this week for sure. And our final start here is Devin Singletary on um, multitude of reasons. You've seen him been, he's been picking it up last week. He, uh, he ate it. He ate it up with 23 coming in on our, our big, big players of the week um, as well. You know, they're playing a the Jets defense. You, you, like Lachlan mentioned, you don't know what the deal is with Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen run games, probably going to be a little more heavy. So I'm liking Singletary there, you know, tossing in at your flex, maybe a, maybe a running back too. And uh, just watch him go to work. He's going to be picking up garbage time yards. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I remember I had a conversation with a friend of mine, might know him, Ty White, um, <laughs> a while ago. Yeah, and Sing- Singletary was dropped by someone in our league, and I picked him up immediately because I'm like, I don't know why. I just have like a good feeling down the stretch about Singletary. Like he's too good of a player not to – not to regain the role in Buffalo. Like there's no reason why he shouldn't be the number one running back in Buffalo. And believe me, I love, I love what Zach Moss does, but um, when Singletary is effective, I mean, you see, you see what he can, you yeah. see what he can do. He just adds a little bit more of a multi-dimensional asset to the Buffalo offense, which has been highly touted as a extremely pass heavy offense, which they have been. Um, but yeah, again, Singletary start. That's a, I think it's a solid call. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's got, he's also got to hit his stride for playoffs too. Cause for sure. that's going to, they're, they're going to, they're going to need the run game in the playoffs. They definitely are. Uh, the sits here, we got a few bold takes. Yeah. So first stick, sit. stick with, stick yeah. with me here. I'm going to, I'm going to say on the first one, I'm, I'm going to yeah. call, I'm going to say sit Carson Wentz against the Jaguars. Yeah. I want to hear this. Yeah. I, I really want to, I actually, I really want, yeah. Tell, you know what, tell you us. Want Lachlan, the tell best, us. the best starts and sits don't always come from statistics, but come from a gut feeling. And I, I called it last week with it's Ryan Tannehill it's, against it's, the it's Dolphins. Very, it's very true, but like very untrue at the same time. It's actually, funny. there's no, there's no <laughs> statistics saying sit that guy. 
but I said, I said, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. And I don't, I don't know if I feel it with Wentz against the Jags, you know, late in the season, they've got their playoff spot. I think they're going to, you know, I don't think it's going to be a, a Carson Wentz heavy game. And, you know, you might be looking at like a Naheem Hines moving in, uh, getting a little more action there. So all I'm going to say is uh, we'll be sitting here. It's a, it's a hot take, but we'll be sitting here next, next Tuesday looking over it. And uh, I'm hoping I don't look too, too dumb then, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of agree with that run battle and uh, you know, Wentz, I, I feel like, I feel like Wentz is going to have a similar week to Tannehill. Like he might throw like one, maybe two touchdowns, but like not a lot of yards. Yeah. And then just Jonathan Taylor just goes to work, which, or Jonathan, or actually, it's, no, no, Taylor but, because... uh, it's Naeem Hines. My bad, my bad. Um, yeah. But again, Hines is a great, <laughs> great backup. So he can, yeah. he can do his own work there. Uh, next up, Marquise Brown, Marquise Hollywood Brown. His production under, uh, what's his name? Taylor Huntley, Tyrod Huntley. Uh, yeah, I know it's Huntley. Robbie's got him started in our league. It's I, it, I fact check. It's Tyler Huntley. Um, his his uh, targets under under Tyler Huntley have been uh, you yeah. know going down going down steadily. He put up three point eight points last week. Now Lamar Jackson could return this week again. I think he's set to return this week. That's that's all signs at this point in time. Uh, point towards that. Uh, Lamar Jackson makes his return to the lineup, which is very good for the Ravens. Um, mm-hmm. Get him back on it, his feet. But in that even, case, it changes yeah. the Marquise Brown situation. All I know, though, is Marquise Brown within the last three days or so retweeted something about like his lack of targets, and I'm like, oh, it's downhill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that never goes well. Yeah, that yeah. never goes well. I, and I was I was gonna say too, like. Even with Lamar back in the lineup, I just think that Marquise Brown is his form has just kind of fallen a little bit. And yeah. with one game left in the season, I don't know how much it's going to change. Um, For sure. But again, that tweet doesn't help. That tweet yeah. does definitely not. Yeah, it was, it was along the lines okay. of like here, here. That, somebody that tweeted tweet... somebody somebody tweeted like we need a therapist group or a therapy group for Marquise Brown fantasy owners, and he like <laughs> responded to the tweet. He's like can you can y'all let me come to or something and i was like that's yeah that's funny jeez that's funny you're not you're not getting started this week that tweet will uh that he'll either like go nuts after that tweet or just like not really do much so there's there's one there's one of two there's one of two things that could happen there we'll find out um moving on to our third set of the week here we got jamal williams DeAndre Swift coming back gonna be taking a, a good number of those touches the the lions have nothing to lose they're playing a win here. But the interesting thing is Jamal Williams is coming back to Green Bay. And it's yeah. a bit of a revenge game, you know? And yeah. so I, I I don't think things are lining up for him to, to take his revenge upon the Packers. I think DeAndre Swift is going to be getting a good number of touches. Yeah, he's probably going to be the probably going to still be the RB1 in that situation. It's not like you're going to see Williams with the majority of the touches, I don't think. So... I just I, I don't think it's going to be a huge game for him. I, I think there's no not a ton of upside. I don't think it's worth the start. Yeah, that's uh, that's solid there. Yeah, Swift coming in that's going to be tough for for Jamal Williams. He had a great run this year though. I will say, for sure, uh, quality signing by the Lions. Uh, next sit Mike Jasicki versus New England. Um, the Dolphins have been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. And this is a massive game for New England. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. Just, yeah. I, I think I think if I think if anyone goes off though, it's not the tight end. It it's either yeah. Waddle. It's, it's either Waddle, yeah. Um, or who who who's starting a running back for them? It's like Duke Johnson or something like that. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Or, like listen, Jasicki hasn't put up over twelve points since week seven. So I think. Yeah. Like like his first seven weeks were were kind of pretty, like you know he was hidden like he was pretty good he was he was he was going 50 50 putting up over yeah 15 points and versus not but now he's kind of been in a bit of a slump and like you said like I, I don't see him getting out of the slump week 18 against the Pats defense yeah because you know? the Pats that this is a, a 
Yeah, two, like, big, two big divisional games of the AFC East, man. Oh my yeah. god. Bills, Jets, and Pats, Dolphins. Are you kidding me? Like the NFL schedulers are just licking their chops, especially with the Raiders, <laughs> especially with the Raiders Chargers game, too, man. Yeah. Like, wow. This is it, it's come down to the wire here. Uh, why don't you give us your last name? Final sit here, Aaron Jones. Let me tell you why. I got Aaron Jones in my lineup myself. Listen, I know. He's not he's not a sit worthy player, but the the Packers are are big chilling in the in the playoff standpoint. Aaron Jones is one of the guys you don't want to you don't want to see get hurt before the playoffs. That list consists of Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. And you know, your running back's probably the most prone to to getting an injury, a fluke injury in the last week of the season like that. I think Aaron Jones's touches are going to be extremely limited especially with AJ Dillon back there, just an absolute power horse. If they want I'd be, yeah, I'd be, they, I'd be shocked if, if Aaron, like it wouldn't surprise me at all. If Aaron Jones just straight up didn't play. Yeah. I don't see him getting more than like 10 touches. And so like the, the volume's not going to be there, you know, unless he for a fluke reason catches a few touchdowns or something, but I, I just don't see him. Like we, we think that Jordan love is going to be getting the start at QB. Which would make and a lot of sense. For sure. And the Packers have a history of benching their stars late in the season like this. So I, I think Aaron Jones isn't going to play a ton, and I don't think he's worth a start. You don't want to start a guy and he plays half the game. Like, it's not nope. worth it. Nope. So it's, uh, that rounds that, up the list. Yeah, that, that's just the sign of the, the times in the, in the last couple of weeks of the season, of the fantasy season at least. Like, the, fi- the fantasy finals are such an interesting time because you're just – you're picking and choosing players. You're like, man, like, I don't know if this guy's going to go, you know, maybe he sits or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Solid. uh, I I, pretty solid starts and sets sets list. Uh, We gave you a full 10 this time, not just the eight. So Christian finally got over his fear on, on telling you that five players will not do well in a week. Uh, Made me, makes me feel like an absolute savage, but uh, that's okay. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, moving on fantasy player of the week. Um, I think this is fairly obvious for the second week in a row. It's a Bengals wide receiver and no, it's not T Higgins. It is the one and only Jamar chase. Shall I reread his stats for you? Just kidding. I made up my mind. I'm going to do it anyway. 11 receptions, 266 yards, three touchdowns, hat trick for the, for the rookie on the day. Just phenomenal, good, good, phenomenal. Good for you, Jamar, good for you, my man. Like it's uh, it was it wasn't yeah. even a question. I don't even think it was a question. Fifty-five point six points, like yeah, that's oh. a that's that's like a a historic game. I like nobody's competing with that. Yeah, good for you, uh, Jamar. You know how Joe many Burrow. how many how many fifty-plus point games for any player have there been this year? Not many. One, I think Jonathan, I think Jonathan Taylor. Taylor with 53 something. That's it. I think last so Jim- year, I know last year, Kamara put over 60, I believe. That was the Thanksgiving game, wasn't it? No, it was Christmas. Oh, yeah. Christmas, yeah. Game. <laughs> Christmas with Kamara. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, like, oh those kind of kinds of games come didn't around have, like, maybe yeah. once a year. Didn't you have six touchdowns, though? Yeah. Record setting. Good times. Uh, yeah, but I that. I think that might be a fantasy record this season for most points in a game. It might be. I think it might be. be. We might have to fact check that. So we might be really wrong. So just let that us might know. Be, that might be game of the year, let alone game yeah. of the week. Yeah. Um, moving on. Last portion here. Uh, the question of the week. And it's it's pretty simple. Who is the fantasy football MVP? And I have I have two names in my mind. You probably have the same two names in your mind. Do you want to debate this? Sure. I've got, I mean, I know you. I know your name. I, and I've, I'm thinking Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I know you're thinking Cooper Cup. Yeah. And I could easily say Cooper Cup too. And I, I, I this, this is the thing. Like either one of them have just been fantastic this sure. season. And hot take. Yeah. I think. Derrick Henry would have been the top name on that list had he stayed. Oh, did Derrick Henry was going to set records this year? Yeah, I, no but doubt. I think I think it probably goes to Cooper Cup just because of his record setting level. 
yeah and like jonathan taylor still an unreal year but there's been better years i also i also think jonathan taylor's had such an interesting year because he got off to a rough start yeah really rough start really really kind of uncharacteristic of him and you're like okay he might bounce back and then he kind of he slowly started picking it up and then he like really picked it up and then he's like the best player in the league yeah Yeah, and then he and then he and then now he's the top uh ppr running back in all of fantasy football yeah um but yeah i mean going back and forth on these two like it's just so it's so tough to say like i i would honestly say cooper cup just because of how consistent that guy is week in week out. oh my gosh every week it's like yeah like every week every week you can count on 20 plus points i think yeah i agree with you i think the only thing that jonathan taylor has over cooper cup is that he's a running back and like you know running backs kind of the the number one running back is typically you know like the the best player and but cooper cup's year has just been phenomenal like literally like if you're going up against cooper cup every week it's like oh you got a budget for him putting up 35 yeah seriously and it's it that that's so true and that's probably the scariest that's probably the scariest part too is that no matter what coverage defenses and this is why i feel like wide receivers who who win mvps are are so much different from running backs who win mvps Mm -hmm. because defenses can kind of either plan or scheme for a wide receiver because there's it's not like there's blockers out downfield 15 yards yeah. down the field whereas a running back just kind of has to find the holes naturally and if he's doing that then it's like okay like he's he's playing some great football he's he's doing he's doing everything right but receivers are just like in specifically cooper cup he's just finding open areas of every defense every week no matter how tight the coverage is, no matter if he's double teamed, no matter if there's a tight zone, like it, 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 it really hasn't mattered. And a lot, I feel like a, there, there's a portion of that that also goes to Matthew Stafford as well. For sure. um, he, him and him and Cooper cup have established a very, very good connection this year. But my, my, my fantasy MVP would definitely be, and not, maybe not definitely. It's a, it's a close call, but it, I think Jonathan or Cooper Cup would edge, <laughs> edge it out brief, for, uh, just barely. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's a very respectable take. And uh, all right, that's that, you wow. know, that's that's entirely, entirely correct. I, I don't think you can go wrong with either of those guys. I think Cooper Cup, though, you're right, is kind of yeah. that guy. And also, um, a name we also could throw around here is. Josh Allen because he's also the top scoring fantasy quarterback, but I don't know. <laughs> Josh yeah, Allen's kind, actually, of, kind of lame to give it to a QB. Like, uh, yeah, but it also like if you've seen some of Josh Allen's quarterback ratings in certain sure. games, like it's like yeah, okay, like yeah, sure. like even even in the Falcons game, yeah. he had he had what like two picks, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you might be right. I don't Something know. Like that. And again zero disrespect to Josh Allen because I have his jersey in my closet right there. Um and I'm a big Bills fan as you guys know. So I'm not disrespecting disrespecting the QB there. Um but yeah, I think that I think that just about wraps up our episode though, doesn't it? Doesn't it? You yeah, got I think any, it does. You got anything I'd else like to, to add? No, I'd like to thank you for uh for having me on once again. I think this is my fourth episode on the fantasy cast and yeah. And it's been uh it's been a joyful time and uh Hope, hopefully, uh, you know, Ty White travels safely back home and uh, is ready for the season finale. Yeah, Ty, we're, uh, we're thinking about you, buddy. Have, hoping you're having a great vacation. Um, you definitely earned it, that's for sure. Um, yeah, that works hard. Yeah, that, that, wrap, that wraps up episode 18 here of the Fantasy Cast. Um, Right now, as of right now, we'll tell you guys this. As of right now, we are planning to do episodes, uh, hopefully weekly, throughout the playoffs. Um, okay. So this this is not the last you'll be hearing of us. Don't 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 you worry. Um, we may not be talking entirely fantasy football. We might just be 
chopping it up, uh, you know, talking some being it being doing our best uh, football analysts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, whatever the future holds, we hope you guys uh, stay safe, stay well. Um, and yeah, enjoy, enjoy the last game of the season, the 17th NFL game of the season, 18th week of NFL football. Enjoy. Um, you know, squeeze, squeeze all that last ounce of pure joy into this week, and then we'll keep it rolling through the playoffs. Uh, best of luck to anyone in the finals or who is battling for last place or third place, um, or any other place, because you know what? Every place matters. Exactly. Exactly. Unless you're playing in a, in a relegation uh, league, which in that case, we're sorry. Still, still matters, man. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. That, that, yeah, that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, episode number 18 of the fantasy cast has concluded. Thank you for the support again, all season long. We really appreciate it. Uh, don't don't hesitate to reach out to us as well for any any fantasy football advice. Although I think we've given plenty on uh, on this episode today. So for everyone here at Shocker Sports, he's Christian Haggith. I'm Lachlan McTagg. Enjoy your football this week, guys. Uh, stay safe, and we will see you soon. <laughs> <laughs>